What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Dark Side Podcast. I am David Viano. I'm Matt Elias. And boy, what a joke it is today. <laughs> so, or a killing joke, you might say. Yeah. People oh, that are rhymed. Say and day. How about that? You might have a whole new career. Yeah. So, Dr. Seuss called. You've heard about it. The Joker movie starring Joaquin Phoenix um, is out today as no, it's of out Friday. the release of this episode. Oh. It's out today. Oh, yeah. It's Friday, everyone. And everyone's flipping out about it, apparently. Lots of controversy about this movie coming from a lot of different angles, some of which surprised me, including yeah. the U.S. military <laughs> getting involved in the hype train about the Joker. Um, <laughs> yeah. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> Dave's not impressed. Okay, so I found uh, an article written by Rolling Stone that I think does a really good job of just laying out sort of the landscape with what the controversy is and what's happening. Okay. So they can say it a lot better than I can. So what I'm going to do is read just some sections of this. Um, this was by EJ Dixon at Rolling Stone. This was published on the 27th, a few days ago, uh, yeah. 27th of September. And um, so I'm going to read a little bit of this article and then we will discuss. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, And I love this right off the bat. Very relevant point. He says, every six months or so, there's a movie that that everyone has formed a strong opinion about long before it's actually released in theaters. Yeah. So true. This fall, it's The Joker uh, starring Joaquin Phoenix, which doesn't officially come out until October 4th, Mm -hmm. Friday. Yeah. Today. 2019. Uh, Meaning most people talking about it, and this is key, haven't even seen it yet. Uh, anyway, yeah. it has dis- it has sparked a flurry of debate on topics ranging from gun violence to toxic masculinity to censorship mm-hmm. to the Disney company monopoly. That's kind of a curveball. Okay. Interesting. Uh, even the U.S. military has weighed in with a memo leaking earlier this week warning servicemen about credible threats of mass shootings at screenings of the film. Apparently, the military found some of these threats to be credible, so that's interesting. See, I thought um, whenever you said the military was getting involved, I thought it was going to be warning soldiers not to go because it could trigger PTSD. Now, that would be... Oh. That would be ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> um, so, basically, the article goes on. Uh, it asks the question, what is it about this film that's brought so much controversy? Uh, many claim... That the film is a romantic a romanticizing of incel culture. What, what the fuck yeah, is incel what the fuck culture? Is incel you culture? may ask. Yes. So, uh, Joker tells the story of Arthur Fleck, who is a mentally ill aspiring comedian, whose rejection by society prompts him to snap and embarks on a life of crime. He is also rejected sexually by a single mother who lives next door to him. Mm-hmm. Now, this narrative is very similar in in numerous ways to that of many disenfranchised young white men who become radicalized or black-pilled, as the kids say, and embark on shooting sprees. This parallel was not lost on many critics, including Richard Lawson of Vanity Fair, who wrote that the film, uh, quote, may be irresponsible propaganda for the very men it pathologizes. Is Joker celebratory or horrified, or is there simply no difference? End quote. Uh, Lawson wasn't the only film critic to feel this way. Um, someone from Time, uh, a writer named, or sorry, a, a critic, a film critic with Time, uh, Stephanie Zacharek, uh, 
had a similar critique of the film saying that it was quote aggressive and possibly irresponsible referring to a romantic subplot involving uh, the Joker's neighbor as a way to frame him, Arthur Fleck, the Joker as the quote patron saint of incels by framing Fleck as an underdog anti-hero of sorts, rather than a homicidal maniac. Uh, this film critic accuses director Todd Phillips of being overly sympathetic to the plight of similarly disenfranchised young white men who wish to act out on their violent impulses. Now, the people they're talking about are, we know them, we love them, uh, small dick energy, uh, incel type of white guys. Yeah. And that's a real thing. Those guys are out there. It is. So it says, uh, the same critic, uh, Stephanie Zacharek, went on to say, the movie... uh, quote, lionizes and glamorizes Arthur even as it shakes its head, uh, fake sorrowfully over his violent behavior. So that's, this is some of the things that I see Dave's face. You don't, you don't like this. Um, no. It's no, now this is important. Uh, as far as how this relates to the quote unquote controversy that's spiraling out of this, uh, According to the Rolling Stone article, few of the reviews criticizing Joker on these grounds have explicitly suggested that the movie will incite violence. Just that it is overly sympathetic to those who commit violent acts as a way to regain some semblance of power from society that they believe has stripped them of it. And to be fair, and this is where Dave comes in, not everyone agrees with this assessment of the film. Joker has a 76% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes, Mostly positive reviews. Yeah. Um, I've heard all good reviews about it so far. Okay, so here's uh, Rolling Stone referencing their own critic, their own uh, David Fear, who reviewed the film. Uh, He said, quote, Whether you find the movie's vigilante-worshipping protesters in white face to be an Occupy Gotham movement or something closer to incel, agencia, trolls, you know, that word intelligentsia. Yeah. Intelligentsia. Wow, that's clever. <laughs> Trolls taking to the streets depending depends on how you choose to read it. Here's an outrage culture cipher. A clown for all mad as hell seasons. Clown for all seasons. So, you know, that's an interesting point. I actually want to talk more about that after. But okay. Todd Phillips has completely just rejected this. He has refuted any suggestion that his film is an attempt to rationalize or empathize with white male violence in the first place. Yeah. Which I think is, why would you do that? Right. Uh, Arguing in one interview that any suggestion otherwise is simply a product of left wing outrage culture, which is a lot of what we're going to talk about. here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He says, we didn't make the movie to push buttons. Uh, Of course not. It's a, Quote, I literally described to Joaquin at one point in those three months, I guess while they're filming, as look at this as a way to sneak a real movie in the studio system under the guise of a comic book film, which is kind of what I thought. I I thought the same exact thing. Uh, So he says it wasn't like we want to glorify this behavior. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix also responded to some of this. He said, I don't. Okay, this is. You're going to like this. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix said, I don't think it's the filmmaker's responsibility to teach morality. It's not. 
And if you don't know the difference between right and wrong, then there's all sorts of things that you are going to interpret in the way that you want. Right. Which is so 100% true. true. Yeah. 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 I like that. That's probably like the one thing I've liked so far about this article. Warner Brothers. Well, he's just stating no, the facts. I, no, I know. Yeah. Yeah. You're just mad about the facts. All right. So Warner Brothers also made a statement about this controversy over Joker. Yeah. Make no mistake. Neither the fictional character Joker nor the film is an endorsement of real-world violence of any kind. Right. It is not the intention of the film, the filmmakers, or the studio to hold this character up as a hero. Right. Which is fair enough. Yeah. It's called an anti-hero. Right. Like Breaking Bad. Exactly. Like, do you endorse what the things that Walter White did in season right. five? Okay. It's like the Devil's Rejects, too. Do you, you sympathize with the Firefly, Firefly family the whole time, but you condone raping and murdering and all the other stuff that they do like yeah so this is now moving into the part about concerns about real violence um so some movie theaters and this is also about how the military made that internal memo that yeah. apparently leaked somehow um the criticism of the joker has pushed many to express concern over whether the release of the film will lead to real-world violence. Earlier this week, the families of the victims of the 2012 shooting uh, at the Dark Knight Rises screening in Aurora, Colorado, wrote a letter to Warner Brothers, this is interesting, expressing concerns over the release of Joker. Wait, uh, I thought the shooting was for uh, the second one. Wasn't Batman, wasn't that the third one? It was the third one. The second one was 2008. Yeah, that's when the shooting happened. No, it was 2012. Are, you, are you sure? 100%. Because I thought it... It was 2012. But the Joker... Sure. He dressed up as the Joker. And yeah, the Joker did. was in the second one. Right. I swear he did it for... The, no, it was 2012. So, James Holmes, the man behind the 2012 shooting, reportedly told police he opened fire on theater goers because, quote, he was the Joker. Though Aurora police have denied this. Uh, it says they didn't advocate the, the Aurora victims, the, uh, the Aurora families did not advocate for the film to be pulled from theaters, which is important. They're yeah. not asking for it. They did urge Warner Brothers to donate some of the proceeds to gun violence survivors and gun violence intervention efforts. Fair enough. <laughs> uh <sighs> as well as to cease political contributions to candidates who accept donations from the NRA, which everyone should do. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> just a normal thing. We're calling on you to use your massive platform and influence to join us in our fight to build safer communities with fewer guns, which, go for it. You might as well ask, right? I guess. Because of the conversation. Warner Brothers is now in the conversation about that, so yeah, that's why they asked. Um, I, I guess, whatever. The military has also voiced concern about mass shootings potentially taking place at screenings of the film. According to IO9, which I'm not sure what that is. I don't know either. Some, uh, probably some website. Yeah, I'm guessing. I guess. Uh, on Monday, senior officials in the U.S. Army's Criminal Investigation Unit issued a memo urging service members to take caution while seeing the film, saying it had intercepted, quote, credible intelligence from Texas police regarding, quote, disturbing and very specific chatter on the dark web about the targeting of an unknown movie theater during the release of Joker. Um, wow. Movie theaters screening Joker have also taken some measures to prevent violence at screenings. The CEO of Landmark Theaters, 
this past Thursday, uh, well, I guess it would be a week ago Thursday when this episode's out, said that the, uh, so the CEO said that the theaters would ban moviegoers and employees from, from wearing costumes, face paintings, or masks during the film. Okay. While it's unclear, oh, and here's the Rolling Stone, he said that, uh, it's unclear how exactly preventing comic book fans from dressing up as a fictional villain would mitigate the threat of violence. Such news likely wasn't welcomed by the DC marketing team, uh, which has released a licensed version of the trademark Joker blazer. So they're selling Joker jackets. They're probably pissed because people can't wear them. Um, so anyway, great, great article. There was a lot of good info in there. Yeah. Basically laid out the whole situation. Yeah. A couple of things. Um, as far as the critical concerns about the whole, see, this is like a bigger sort of, I don't know. It's, it's, it's not like a black and white concrete issue because this comes to a question of what is it when you, when you do a movie that has an anti-hero instead of a hero, you know what I mean? Like taxi driver, right? Yeah. I, I, and I think that, we've had an answer for that for a long time and it's obviously like what about i mean it's not just with movies like shakespeare what about macbeth yeah macbeth was an anti-hero yeah right There's a lot of anti-heroes like macbeth that was kind of like i always like to say macbeth was like i mean i know most people probably don't remember the story of these shakespeare plays but macbeth reminds me of scarface it was about yeah. a guy who basically kind of rose to power another anti-hero was tony montana and kind of became corrupted by I mean, yeah, Scarface is an obvious one. Yeah. But Scarface kind of celebrates the killing and all that. But like, anyway, um, yeah, we've talked I'm, about Scarface before. But yeah. like, yeah, Macbeth, like the, the whole idea of an anti-hero has been around for a really long time. A very long time. It doesn't mean that William Shakespeare encourages the things that to, Macbeth did. Yeah. Right. And so that question is, it's it only gets dragged up for the purpose of writing what we call shitpost articles. Yeah. Stupid controversy. Yeah. Fake outrage, whatever. This, whole thing with this the, with this movie is basically that shit post article yes. fake outrage yes i mean maybe people obviously i can't tell someone that they're not outraged about something they might feel outraged yeah fair enough but i think that it's just like i said th- this question that th- this whole idea that like you can't make a movie that has an anti-hero in it unless you are sp- condoning the things that he does like that's just ridiculous it's, it's dumb and also they i think they did bring up some fair points about I, I think it's i mean there very well could be a lot of these incel small dick energy people who will interpret it this 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 movie like, like i like when he said the incel patron saint probably so but the joker yeah. was already the incel patron yeah he was saint. they love him that's, that's been his character like i mean there's like, so many cringy joker yeah memes out there like if you see on facebook just people painting themselves up like the joker yeah and like the whole like it's like the same crowd that takes pictures of themselves with ninja swords and stuff exactly you know exactly like having a switchblade out and like in their like facebook picture and yes. shit like that while wearing a fedora and stuff right. like tell your just, boyfriend to watch his y- back yeah it was stuff like that <laughs> you seen that one yeah 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 <laughs> yeah that's like a, a good example of the type of person that i'm thinking of at least for this maybe i'm wrong but that's that's the impression i get but they, but they, they will. No question. They're going to no, love this. Yeah, I mean, but I like, think they're yeah. going to go see it. Like, you know, like everyone's going to like it's the, the thing that bothers me so much about 
all of this fucking controversy with this movie. Like it's a, it's a fucking movie people. It's, it's a movie like, I don't know how we're going to get to the point where like we have to worry about what movies we make now and stuff like that. Cause like you said, the Joker, like this, this movie is going to be more of an artistic piece than it is a comic book movie. I, I hope a lot of people realize that when you have Joaquin Phoenix playing a role like this, it's not going to be a stupid fucking like Batman, like, um, like the dark Knight or something like that. Even right. though those are good movies, it's still a superhero movie. This is not what the Joker is going to be at all. It's going right. to be a character. It's going to be a not even in it, I don't No, think. it's simply just based on the Joker. And that's it. Again, the- though, I want to, I want to underline the point us included other than the critics, these yeah. film critics, we've never seen it. No one has seen it. No. It's not, I mean, as of the recording of this, it's not out yet. Right. The day, you know, it comes out obviously tonight for those of you listening to this. Right. But, all the people who are talking about this as if they know haven't seen they, it. They haven't seen it. Right. Just but, just to make that point again. No, yeah. And like, like, and like, like I said, I haven't seen it, but I can, like, I, from what I've read and what I've seen from every trailer, I mean, even, I in, the, even in the trailer, it makes it clear that it this is not, it looks like a Scorsese movie. It, it reminds yeah. me of Taxi Driver. It's yeah. probably a lot like Taxi it's Driver. It's a really well done movie, and it's just, it's going into the <laughs> it, psyche. It looks to be. I mean, no, yeah. Like, I might no, that's hate what it. I'm saying. You, I might you never hate it. know. But it looks to be a really well done movie. Todd Phillips is an awesome fucking director, so I'm excited to see what, how he's going to take this whole thing. But really, it's just the open. Like it's opening the eyes of how the Joker character was created. Like, yes, he's a villain. He's like one of the worst comic. Like he's one of the worst comic book villains that probably have existed in that whole world or best. Well, no, he is the best, but like, he's probably like in like the range of like killing people and like psychotic and shit like that. He's probably the worst because he has like so much shit going on mentally. He's done the most shit. Right. Right. So he's just crazy. Like I don't even consider the Joker to be evil. I don't think no, he is. he's just he's literally mentally deranged. He's just nuts. Yeah. yeah. Like that's how that's been his whole character. And like and obviously like every character, like every actor he's played him has gone through some mental like anguish going yeah, through that. Like, I don't know. I think Jack Nicholson's fine. I think Heath Ledger would have been fine, too, if it wasn't for his crippling drug addiction. That, yeah. That killed him. Yeah. You know? Well, even I, Jack Nicholson always said that he told Heath Ledger like be like to be careful with that role. Because, like he said, it kind of fucked with him when he played it. And really? He played more of like a cartoony version of yeah. anything. I mean, but he, he was said, still, if you watch that, it was still pretty vicious. You no, know, yeah, but like that's what he said. Like he kind of like it gets to your like mind playing that kind of a person and stuff, which I mean, I'm sure it does. Cause like, especially with it, like, with, especially with like Joaquin Phoenix, how he's more of a method actor and stuff, he probably dove head first yeah. into that role. And I think everything. more gets made of that, that whole thing, you know, actors. I mean, they're professionals. A lot of times, like, that's their job is to not not take their work home with them. You know, like if you well, can't separate, meth, if you're a method actor, it's a little, like if you go method, yeah, style, method it's a bit I, different. I, I get it. I understand method acting. You live during the time you're paying. I guess the idea is during the time that you're playing that character, you walk around in your life as if you're in that character's yes. shoes and you try to yeah. live your life. Yeah. Now there are plenty of, like, here's the thing. Yeah. A lot of guys who are like uh, Christian Bale, I think is a method oh, actor. He's huge. Yeah. Uh, Jared Leto. I think a little bit. Yeah. He tried like with the with his whole Joker performance. He was kind of, I think I just mean in general, he was a method actor. Yeah. I didn't see it because the movie was horrible. Apparently according to it's it's not that great, but But um, anyway, like you got him, you've got, um, I think also it's another very famous, there's one I'm thinking of that I can't, I I was literally going to say, I had one in my head then it just like, yeah, it went, um, I know Christian Bale. I know obviously Heath Ledger did it, did it that way. Joaquin is another one. Like I said, um, um, in any case, 
method actors, the whole thing with method acting, well, the point I was making is that there are plenty of those guys that I know of and, and female actors too, actresses, actor, actress. Jim Carrey, uh, Jim Carrey was a good example with that. For Man in the, the Moon? Yeah. Yeah, for Andy Kaufman. Because he literally did like act like Andy right. Kaufman for months. I know plenty of actors and actresses that have done fantastic jobs, you know, playing characters that do method acting. But I've also seen plenty of other actors that aren't method actors that have played equally uh, demanding roles in the standard way. You yeah. know, you just, you know, you don't have to do that. Right. However, I'm not saying it's not valid that that's the way they do their work. That's fine. No. But if I'm a method actor, if that's the way I choose to do my work, I mean, it's kind of my responsibility to not, um, you know, and they're professionals like they do. I think I'm just saying, I think people blow, people like to romanticize and over be like, Oh man, this role was so evil that like it fucked his whole life up. Mm -hmm. Like nah, again, I think Heath Heath Ledger would have been okay if it wasn't for the like huge drug overdose that he had, you know? Yeah. He already had, I'm not trying to be insensitive about the fact that he died. It was really bummer, Mm -hmm. but he had problems anyway. I don't yeah. think it was the Joker's fault that he died. Just like well, no, I don't think. It, I mean, I don't think it. Like it was all because of that. But I think that role put him in a darker place than what yeah, he was used to. Maybe. But anyways, so you've got that side of it. Joaquin Phoenix says, "I'm just doing my job." Yeah, this is not which glorifying. literally that's that's what they're right. doing. Well, I mean, like, yeah, they're they're literally acting out a sto- a fictionalized story. Right. Just because we're in it, like just because of stuff that's been happening for the past few years, kind of like correlates with what the joker like does yeah doesn't mean we should stop making a movie about the fucking joker right they're they're movies it's, it's fiction it's literally I, I don't see i just don't understand like the thinking behind that because like i i literally can understand that a piece of work is fiction and it's not real life and everything so i'm right. I, it's not hard for me to comprehend that it has nothing to do with what's going on in the world real world and people in yeah, there probably are people out there like not mentally fit enough to understand like, yeah, this is this doesn't happen in like the real world and right. you making it trying to happen in the real world is not going to really go well for you in the long run. So like it's kind of like maybe focus like I don't know, like I, I don't think we should be like, now, what do you mean you making it happen in the real world? What do you mean? People actually like trying be, to be the Joker? And yeah, shooting? yeah. Well, I mean, that's the danger. Like that's I, I think the argument. Let me make their case for them. Yeah to help us understand it better. Um, I could see making a case that not that you can't make the movie because that's, that's dumb. Yeah. There are people saying that, right. You can't do this or you shouldn't do this. I mean, can't and shouldn't are two very different things, Mm -hmm. but they're saying that they think that it's like not a good idea or it's bad in bad taste because of this. Like, why not like wait until, a time where we aren't infested with small dick energy incels out there that are shooting the, everybody in Wal and Walmart and stuff. Right. I but get they, it. I they, get it. Like they it's win like if we do that though, in one in one sense, right? Yeah. But if it were me and myself, or say, okay, hypothetical, I get killed in a mass shooting in mm-hmm. a public place. You yeah. Know, after the Joker comes out, by a small dick energy incel who is dressed like the Joker and was absolutely inspired by his many viewings of the Joker movie, Mm -hmm. right? And this particular person wouldn't have done the shooting without seeing the movie. Or at least he was inspired. Maybe he was already thinking about doing the shooting. He saw the movie and it just said, that's it, I'm doing this. 
um, I really identify with this and I'm going to do it. It could happen, right? Yeah. Not to say that it's the Joker movie's fault. No. In that case, but you could, I mean, that could happen. It could be the straw that breaks the camel's back. He used, that's his last excuse to do it, right? Now, I can't say that like, oh, they shouldn't have made this movie because I agree with you for the most part. I'm playing devil's advocate. No, yeah, yeah. I can't, definitely can't say they can't make it because obviously they can't, you put on anything you want. But if you say, when you, because what I'm really addressing when you said, if we don't do it, they win. In that case, in that scenario I just pointed, in a way, I'm saying, like, I, I got shot, I lose. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Well, yeah. So, and that's who they're thinking of, right? They're thinking like that. So I get it in a way, but like people just, I, I more like people could say whatever they want. And yeah. like we've talked about just the power of big masses of people on mm-hmm. Twitter and how they can like get people fired from their jobs. Like cancel it's Saturday culture. Night Live, yeah. cancel culture. Yeah. I've never heard that word, but yeah. that's that's it. That's what it is. Cancel culture. You got to go away because whatever. Yeah. Because you did something that I don't like. Mm-hmm. And I used to like, in, in like what, like in how my brain has matured with that, like over a while, like I used to think like that was okay in certain situations, but now it's kind of just like, getting old because some of the people things that are, people are getting canceled for are just fucking ridiculous and we're just yeah. ruining the in who and what better place are you for ruining someone else's life just because you like just because it didn't really you didn't agree with what they said or yeah thought what they said needed to be worded in a different well, way that's that doesn't mean it, you need to ruin their whole life because yeah they, they don't give a shit though no, exactly they don't care because exactly. their reason for bringing it up wasn't even about what this the content of what they were complaining about anyway right it's selfish motivation i'm better than i'm better than you i'm a good person like we've talked about this before it's like virtue signaling and i think there are different i don't know if that's exactly the the appropriate phrase for that virtue signaling signaling might mean something else but it's like they're trying to signal to the the group Mm -hmm. which if you're on twitter like that then that's your group you know that i have these values and we're going to shun this. And it's also the part uh, the desire to be part of a mob, part yeah. of a group, which I think is human nature. Yeah. We don't like this and we are going to do something about it. Right. You should do something about this. Right. Cause we all think that I get it. I get the draw to that. Yeah. But it's destructive. It, it is. It nothing. I mean, most of the time, like nothing good comes from it because most of the time these people still go on with their life. Like, their life might be fucked up for six months or so. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're still going to do stuff. They get fired by one network and then when the heat cools off, they get brought on by someone else right, for less money. Back on. Yeah. Yeah. Just basically fucks them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 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 crazy. It, um, so th- with that, this is actually a good time to transition into sort of like the B the, the back end of this that we wanted to discuss, which relates to the cancel culture and the, yeah. with comedy. Yeah. All right. So you've got this article, uh, about Todd Phillips and why he switched from making comedy to making a movie like the Joker. Right now. I don't know. Maybe you can tell me, is he actually done with comedy? Um, as maybe far article will tell right us. now, He's, okay. I think he is, um, is this, uh, for those of you who don't know, he made the hangover. Todd yeah. Phillips. Like his big things, like he's done like a lot of great comedies, the hangover, the hangover series, old school, um, due date uh, and a few other ones that I'm forgetting. What's a fun fact about due date. I forgot uh-huh. about that. That was a funny movie. Yeah, it was, it was a good one. Yeah. Fun fact about him too. His first movie was a GG Allen documentary. No way. I swear to God. That's we gotta the do, thing you know, ever. we never actually have done anything on gg allen we we had a segment recorded but yeah. I, I had to cut it 
at one point. We didn't use it. Oh, okay. For some reason, because I think it was for time or something. Oh, okay. A long time ago, back yeah. in the the three-hour podcast days. Yeah, yeah. Three-hour podcast in the old basement studio. Days. I could, I could do a. G.G. I Allen. could do a G.G. Allen series Put a probably. Pin in that. Yeah. We'll talk about G.G. Allen. Okay. This article is from the playlist.net. Uh the the uh, it's by Charles Barfield. It was literally just released a few hours ago. Um headline Todd Phillips explains why he left comedies for Joker. Go try to be funny nowadays with this woke culture. Woke culture. Yeah. Yeah. All right, this isn't that long of an article, so I can get through it pretty quickly. When it was announced that Todd Phillips was the man who would co-write and direct Joker, people were shocked, not because Phillips is tackling a comic book film or even because he's some sort of terrible filmmaker. He clearly (laughs) isn't. Jesus. That was in parentheses. Right. But instead, because he's the best known for his raunchy comedies, such as The Hangover. But according to the director, there's a very good reason he ditched comedies for the hard-hitting dramatic Joker, woke culture. Outside of the Hangover franchise, the director is also known as the helmer behind comedy films such as Old School, Road Trip, I forgot he did Road Trip, and Starsky and Hutch. Not necessarily the CV that would lend itself to making an R-rated hard-boiled crime film such as Joker. Speaking to Vanity Fair, Phillips explained why it's unlikely that he'll go back to making his comedies anytime soon. Quote, go try to be funny nowadays with this woke culture, Philip said. There were articles written about why comedies don't work anymore. I'll tell you why, because all the fucking funny guys are like, fuck this shit because I don't want to offend you, unquote. He continued, it's hard to argue with 30 million people on Twitter. You just, yeah, you just can't do it, right? So you just go, I'm out, I'm out. And you know what? With all my comedies, I think... Uh, I think that with comedies in general, all have in common is they're irrelevant. So I go, how do I do something irrelevant, but fuck comedy? Oh, I know. Let's take the comic book movie universe and turn it, turn it on its head with this. And so that's really where that came from. Joker isn't the director's first foray into the post-raunch world. Despite its obvious humor, one could argue that this previous film, War Dogs, is the bridge between the Todd Phillips that brought audiences hangover and the man behind the new comic book film that is expected to get some serious Oscar discussion. Which I kind of knew that would be, too. Although the Oscars tend to go with the tide on cancel culture. So if if this outrage shit gets too bad... They're not winning any fucking Oscars. So despite his filmography filled with broad comedies, it would appear that the filmmaker is entering a new phase in his career. And if you don't like it, then you should blame society or so. Philip says Joker's hitting theaters on October 4th. Blame society. Wow. That was a little. Yeah. And that's I think that's his little spin on it or whatever. Uh, Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. But a lot Uh, of uh, uh, someone uh, the first like big thing is I got this from Twitter. And as soon as it's like the one of the trending topics on Twitter right now, just because it was released a few hours ago and stuff. And um, this one woman, Quinn Cummings, uh, she's like a writer. It looks like, um, looks like she has a podcast too. Who doesn't anymore? But um, she wrote, to, uh, "Dear Todd Phillips, you were lazy. Comedy kept moving because comedy always keeps moving. You couldn't keep up on account of how you are a lazy fuck." Yikes. Um, then she like just threw in this other movie like, oh, no, she twitting hits harder than one of your movies ever, every goddamn day. And she's doing this with her spare time at work. So that's probably just her trying to like plug whatever the fuck that movie is, because I don't even know what that is. I don't know. But like. 
I mean, that's, I, a, that's, I, that's, I like that you grab that though. And it's somebody sort of like a alternate take on, you know, disagreeing with Todd Phillips and basically calling him, what did she say? He's a lazy fuck. Yeah. Like that's what Jeez. she's saying. But like, I, I get what he's saying though, because like, yeah. I, I agree, like, especially in the stand up comedy world. I mean, I think I've, I've touched on this before. It is hard doing that anymore with how offended everyone gets right. anymore. Right. And I know that's like, a, it might be, a, it sounds like a cop out to some people or whatever, but that's, I, I honestly kind of think that right. like everyone gets offended by everything. It's like, it's in like, we're in a world of just like where everyone is offended for no reason. And I didn't see it as clearly the past couple years as I do as much this year with it happening and stuff. And especially like within the past year with like all the, like with a lot of comedian shit and everything. Yeah. But we're it's it's like that though like everyone just wants you know, I to think be offended also i think it's worth mentioning that the whole me too thing from you know that's been going on and yeah what you know that that's i think that's a separate issue no it is yeah but it also crosses into cancel culture territory because there was like this i will not use the phrase witch hunt but mm. there was like just this kind of like mob thing where it was like we got to get these people it snowballed really quickly. Even guys who like now, obviously, I mean, anybody who's, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, any any anyone who's committing the types of things that are worthy of getting the Me Too attack, if yeah. they are actually, if they actually did the things that, yeah, then you know, you can't defend them, right? And I won't. But for example, uh, there were a lot of people who kind of got. So like Bill Cosby, yeah. who was, I mean, he, well, he still is, I guess, but I mean, the things that he did are just like horrifying, yeah. right? He raped like dozens and dozens of people over yeah. decades. Same with uh, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Yeah. He Harvey was another Weinstein, one that right. everyone, everyone knew about it for a long yeah, time. That's, that's the fucked up fucked part about up. it. Too. Yeah, for sure. Like that, those like, guys are, I mean, literally they're rapists. Yeah. They have power. And then you and have someone like Louis CK who you know yeah the things that not that i can defend the stuff that he did i guess he like i don't know he like jacked off in front of people yeah, without he, them it was it was a weird thing permission. yeah like and he had done that with like multiple people and yeah. stuff and like just like one he did it to like the one wrong person and she got really weirded out by it which is shit, i mean it's yeah, fucking it's, weird no, i wouldn't it want is, it's a weird to fetish. jerk off in front of me either no yeah it's a but weird like, ass fetish and shit but like the thing with that whole thing was that pissed me off is a lot of people knew about that stuff like years and years ago. That was already addressed. Yeah, but it got brought up because of the, just because of the, you know, like the, the tide that was right, rolling in with right. me too. But and guess then, what? It didn't fuck up his career because he's now back to I mean, what it he's did. doing. It, it, did it, for put a him year. On, it put him on the back foot. It did for a year. It probably but now hurt his money doing, too. He's now he's doing, he's coming back comedy again and shit. So like it didn't really, good. yeah. I mean, I like Louis CK's I comedy. Too. I can't comment on his, masturbatory habits because i don't have any knowledge of no. it really but i mean even fuck, dude, even sarah <laughs> even S sarah silverman like came yeah, out and you mentioned that before and she's like hardcore like with the me too movement she and stuff. is yeah. so like I mean, when she, she came out seems to be pretty informed no she is i like sarah silverman a lot i like yeah. I, I like some of the stuff she does i like say her about, comedy too yeah, she's her, hilarious she's hilarious as fuck i've always loved her comedy especially yeah. like she had a great show back back in the day on comedy central and stuff and um you know it's i stand-up's great too yeah yeah lots of good stand-up material but um yeah she defended louis ck because she just said but i don't even want to litigate the louis ck thing my point is just that the me too thing is kind of like we're talking about this cancel culture and like outrage 
they just spreads like fire. Yeah. The, I, it, when how you were saying bef- for a while you were kind of not um, on the same page of like, oh man, everyone's getting offended all the time and it's just bullshit. Um, yeah. I think the Me Too thing, just kind of being on your radar probably could contribute to like your perception. Yeah. Of like, you know, like, yeah, because there was a lot of cancel culture stuff going on with that too. But oh, I think 100%. that's kind of separate though. No, that's it is. kind of different. I supported the Me Too movement and stuff because a lot of the stuff, that I mean, they, yeah, a lot me of the too. people that they brought out, because I was happy that they brought Harvey Weinstein down yeah, because like I course. said, that was a well-known thing. If you knew anything that about had the film to be, industry. For Harvey Weinstein to, to go down, that had to be a movement like that because yeah. it was like this, basically it was like, this super rich and powerful guy who was holding the keys to opportunity for people in their careers was using that leverage to compel people not to share this right information. Right. So it had to be, it's kind of like, you know, when labor force unionizes, it's gotta be everyone. It's gotta be right. together. Cause if one person came out and tried to tell that, and that's happened before, one person here or there tried to yeah. come out and talk about Harvey Weinstein, but it, no one believed them. Well, dude, even like, cause I, um, I saw this on Instagram. This uh, this one girl's uh, story. She's like in the film industry a little bit and stuff. And mm-hmm. she was talking about how like she had met uh, this. Um, what was it? Like it was uh, the re- like the reason I remember this because it, it kind of shocked me when she was telling this story. Um, she was saying like she had met this dude in New York who was like a uh, in the film industry, but he was like a lawyer. And she had asked him like who, what studio that he that he worked for and he said Miramax and Miramax was Harvey Weinstein's studio like that's who like that's what he ran basically and um he basically like kind of like like she kind of asked like oh okay I don't even really have to like say too much about like that to know what you did and stuff like um and he was like yeah I mean he basically said like yeah everyone really knew about that whole thing for a while so it was like eh, anyway so like he just kind of nonchalantly just like brushed it off like well everyone knew anyway so it is what it is yeah like didn't really give a fuck about it at all and that kind of like that kind of threw me and everything is when yeah. she was like saying that's like damn so casually about yeah it like, like that. literally yeah that's like especially wild. saying that to a woman too like that's like <sighs> yeah not the greatest thing yeah. to say because everyone knows like weinstein wasn't those ones that like got accused and didn't like and nothing really ever happened to him. Oh, like he, he got fucked like bad with that shit. Like well, he has he, no career anymore. He got rightfully. Uh, I mean, he got he got he I got did, taken did they, down. Did they stick cr- some criminal charges to him? If or did he get off on some? Because I know he had like a, a case or two in New York City. Um, I remember hearing. I think one they settled out of court. One of them. I don't know about yeah. all of them though, because I know one they did settle out of court for yeah. sure. What do you think about back to this Joker thing? I was thinking um about the whole uh, credible intelligence about a sh- a threat of a shooting. Yeah, in one of these theaters that the the army put out a like an internal memo to warn their soldiers about. I guess in that area. I don't know. I didn't read the memo. Yeah, I don't really see it either. I wonder if they shared that with law enforcement. I mean, I guess they probably did. I mean, I guess they had they would to. Have, I would hope they did, right? But they, they said it was it was because one specific theater was being targeted or something. Yeah, I mean, did, I did see them not what theater it was. Uh, that you can read the memo. I guess okay. I don't know. I didn't bother to, but like that's. I mean, that's crazy. I, I don't think that's one thing. I don't know if you could necessarily attach that to like, Oh, it's because it's the Joker. Like, yeah, yeah, maybe this lunatic wants to shoot it up. I mean, I could see, 
I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. Right. I mean, like we like do we know. I mean, the dude shot up the Batman movie dressed right. as the Joker. Like, but uh, I don't know if he was dressed as the Joker. No, he was. He had, sure? like, his I thought orange, he was wearing a gas mask or something. No, nah, he had like his like his hair painted orange and shit. He had like the same like kind of threads on that the Joker did and everything. I don't know if his his Joker's like, hair is green. In in uh, I think in one movie it is. I'm pretty sure like in it had like okay in multiple different storylines. Anyway. I think it might have been different, but um yeah, but yeah, um that goes more along like the lines of this dude had very big mental health issues that not oh, a lot yeah. of people know about. And maybe we should start focusing more on paying attention to people's mental health than it is worrying about a movie. Yeah. Dr- like, cause I get right. probably, it might be able to trigger it, but I was about to say, and that's kind of like the last thing that last thought about this is that obviously if you want to do something about these shootings, if that's really what you're concerned about, yeah. well, what could you do? Well, first of all, Instead of spending all your energy tweeting at these fucking directors and movie movie theaters and stuff that not that aren't really going to give a fuck about your or alternately that could take career damage from it. Why don't you spend that energy telling uh, harassing your local rep your uh, state representative or your senator to do something so that fucking nut jobs like that Aurora shooter can't Mm -hmm. walk into a store and buy a fucking assault yeah. rifle without you know yeah without much trouble right why don't you do, why don't you spend your energy on that yeah or spend your energy uh harassing your senator or your state representative to invest and prioritize in uh mental health care yeah so that people can go and get that if they need it yeah you know because, um, i mean like because that's my point. No, yeah. I don't think that they really are concerned about the results. Well, they, they just want to make the complaint so they can feel like they're a better person. This all reminds me too of like, okay, remember when? Because now we're so used to like mass shootings and stuff, right? It's like it's kind of like we're like we're desensitized from it anymore because it it happens so often now, right? Like it's it's a thing. But remember back, and we're still kind of doing this. But remember back when Columbine happened, and they were blaming everything. They could possibly blame stuff, right? on that shooting besides not besides like the people not knowing anything about these kids or anything. Right. Maybe like, it, like it's, what do you it, mean? What do you mean? Like, like, um, cause like, uh, how, uh, like they tried to blame Marilyn Manson and shit for like yes. his lyrics stuff. Cause the kids like Marilyn Manson a lot and dressed. So you're, like you're talking Marilyn. about the, like the media's reaction. Right. Right. People and trying then, like, to make sense of it. Yeah. And okay. then like how they would like, cause he even said it like the best, like in the one, I don't know if it was on Bill O'Reilly or something when he was on it and he was asked about the whole thing yeah. and how I've seen he, clips of that yeah, actually. and how he said like, you know, maybe you should be blaming instead of blaming me, putting some blame on the parents of these of these kids because obviously no one was listening to them no one like knew that the problems that these kids You're had right. why didn't That's... anyone know that these kids had this whole huge divisive plan right. to shoot up this fucking it's like school. they had they they were they had this whole entire world that they right. were living in that no it, one knew about exactly so really it all comes back like to that we're still in the in the world of blaming um 
we're in the world like now that social media is huge we're still blaming the media we're still yeah. saying that we shouldn't make this joker movie because it goes along the lines of what these these uh small dick energy incel motherfuckers do and everything right this isn't a new thing like we should right. like it's it, it we just obviously haven't reached that gap yeah. to where it's like focus more on these ment on the mental health yeah Fo we're we're 20 years past columbine now over that well no 1999 yeah not month, we're, yeah happy anniversary um but like i remember when that happened yeah it was that? it was a big fucking deal because it was like not that didn't happen a lot right like that was like that was the one that like broke the fucking seal on this yeah, like people didn't know what to make of exactly. it exactly and i can understand like you know in those day and age it was like, almost like a 9-11 style like panic it was right like, nobody knows what the fuck's right. going on and maybe the reaction was because of that like back in the day we didn't know how to take that reaction yeah. at first but people now want to people want to make sense of things that make no sense right but now we're 20 years into this and yeah. we still don't know how to react to this because right. it's still happening every other fucking week it right. seems like it's still a very popular thing but we're yeah but we're doing the complete opposite of what we should be doing we're really doing nothing this. we're doing exactly nothing. You know? And that's basically the complete but opposite think, of Oh, doing that's it. the point I was trying to make was that because of that, because it's like we're, like your average person with a Twitter account who might tweet some fake outrage about this shit and get on that hype train, yeah. they feel helpless. Maybe they do have somewhere in there like an intention uh, towards, you know, yeah, like there's this thing that we can't do anything about these shootings. Small dick energy mm -hmm. is everywhere. Yeah. And so since they can't do anything else... They do what they can do. Yeah. And, and blame they're just things trying to do something. So I guess if you put it that way, you can't entirely shit on them for that. I mean, they want to do something, I guess, but right, but they're totally helpless, really. Yeah. But it seems like they're just finding their grasp. Like, it seems like they're just grasping at straws. Yeah. Of totally. what to blame. Right. And that's what kind of just gets on my nerves. For sure. That's the one thing that I just I I don't agree with. I don't think that we should be blaming like the world like, grasping and straws like all oh, things in the media, video games, like all that. Because we're still like right. dude, because like the president just blamed violent video games and stuff for a lot of the shootings that have been happening. Walmart pulled violent video game ads after God, all these shootings that, when they still yeah. sell guns on aisle fucking thirty. Right. You know, so it's like it's stuff like that. We're not right. like we're not progressing with that shit. Like we're not yeah. at all. We're like, you want to blame art and you want to blame media and everything. Just dig deeper into the fucking problem and we'll find the issues. We're, I'm sick of just finding the little scapegoats and like putting the blame on that and oh, we'll put a band aid on it. No, it's still bleeding out the fucking band aid. We need to either amputate the motherfucker or stitch it up. One <laughs> of the two, like do something, please <laughs> yeah. stop putting a bandage over it. Like, right. right. It, it, I don't know. It's, I mean, it is what it is. Like, I, I don't know. We, we, I, there's it's, nothing I could really do. I, I, I don't know. Well, we're doing what we can do. Yeah, I exactly. Suppose, right. Exactly. Dig into it. Put out some real information about what has happened. Uh, and hopefully not get canceled at the same time. Well, that's the beauty of a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Can't cancel us. Yeah. You know. Until someone edits our voice for, and doesn't okay. really bring the whole clip into context. Cause All right. Just because <laughs> sometimes Dark Side Dave, and you know this is true. Yeah. In the moment of a patented Dark Side Dave pop off on the show. Yeah. Might say some things that could be construed as unflattering. Yes. For us. Yeah. You you admit that sometimes I, this I, happens. Yeah, I I know sometimes. What I said. It, it, Look, we, we, we edit the podcast sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. It's not a secret. No. Nah. 
This is not censoring your voice. No. <laughs> this is I do say some off the wall shit sometimes yes, that do. probably shouldn't be said. That That's would probably true. hurt our reputation if it was out on the air. I mean, what but reputation? It, what what well, reputation yeah. do we have? Well, yeah. <laughs> and our up and coming reputation with the years yeah. to come, basically. I think our biggest, our most successful uh project that we did so far was the weebs and tech death and furries <laughs> thing. When we had Nick and I go off on that one, so yeah, <laughs> and the flat Earth thing, the flat Earth thing, yeah, as well, yeah, was yeah. Pretty good. Again, another one I went off pretty hard. You on, went off so. real hard. As a yeah. matter of fact, for those of you listening, I know a lot of you have heard the whole flat Earth project that we did, and we do talk about it sometimes. Yeah, this was back in the springtime, I think. Yeah. Uh, I interviewed a flat Earther, and then we did this one of the only two part things we've done the next week we did um sort of like the fallout yeah and i brought dave in and we we kind of discussed what what happened um this is interesting i didn't know this until recently the fallout episode where we discuss and you i dave fuck you lost your shit on that that was one of the biggest you almost had to have like a <laughs> think about putting a seat belt in your chair yeah for the, but the the fallout episode the part two mm-hmm. i think actually did better than the actual interview really with chris yeah it's more comedy in it <laughs> i i didn't think it was that funny i thought the interview was funnier but i mean it was basically just you yelling at me for an hour yeah it, it literally was too because i really had i had nothing else to say but i was yeah. like i don't want to talk about like yeah. just talking about it for an hour just made my blood boil because i was like we're talking about a subject that is not fucking real it's, it's been, been settled for like 400 years yeah or something, so right? i mean no, like, even longer like thousands of years yeah the greeks figured it out so that's why i kind of just go i off saw this on that. i saw this video of uh of carl sagan mm-hmm. explaining how the greeks I forget which which maybe Archimedes or one of the I mean one of the old classic uh you know minds yeah. of ancient Greece how he knew that the earth they determined that the earth was curved mm-hmm. like thousands of years ago yeah. it was Carl Sagan explaining how he did it mm-hmm. it was because they had um I guess like I think some type of structure I don't know if it was like monuments that they had that kind of I feel like they were like pointy tower type of monuments, like kind of like the Washington Monument, although probably not as big. Yeah. Um, there was one in Alexandria, I think, which is uh, in Egypt, yeah. I believe. And then there was another another similar monument that was like further north, a couple hundred miles or something. Um, pretty long distance, especially for back then. Um, but like he knew that the earth he was testing this. He was trying to figure out what is the surface of the earth. And I can't believe we're relitigating the, the flat earth thing. It comes about once a month. I just saw this. So the, uh, the shadow of this monument, he knew that if the earth was flat, so if the earth is flat and you've got the sun up here, uh, at noon when the sun is in the top of the sky, straight up and down, there's no shadow pointy up and pointy up and down structure. Right. We, we, we see that, you know, if, if it's noon and the sun is right above you, there's no shadow. Right. At noon, uh, so he used just, all he basically had was like a guy to run back and forth, like a guy to communicate with on the other end. Yeah. At the same time, at noon, and I, and I ain't one or the other, in Alexandria or wherever else, um, at the one monument, the shadow was not there. At the other monument, it had a shadow and an angle, right? So if the earth was completely flat, they would be the same. Right. But since it's curved, and he was able to measure the length of the shadow, 
and used that. He knew the distance between the two monuments and, and the length of the shadow. That angle could tell him about how big the Earth is based on that curve, and that's how he figured it out. Okay. So, hmm. Interesting. Thousands of years ago, they figured that shit out. But it's still alas, being, it's still being debated the today. Age of, it's not really, but we're in an age of uh, sort of anti-science pushback and anti-knowledge. We talked about that issue for quite often for a while. Yeah. That's scary stuff. Hopefully, it's, we're it's weird. Yeah. And I will mention that we very purposely, you may have noticed or maybe not, have not been talking about the whole impeachment probe yeah. of president trump because yeah. frankly i don't want to yeah it's we yeah. will it's beating a I just dead wanna, horse after a while i mean this is all new shit and it looks really bad but i, I just want to let it unfold we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it once yeah we're still too the, early in the game to really kind of go yeah. into it right but now. i just we have it's kind of been a theme the past few weeks mm. it's fucking tired of talking about trump oh I'm i am sick too. of it it gets it's, it's it gets exhausting in all honesty because you're not I think getting not, through to every it, you're not getting through to anyone basically. I mean, I mean, we could talk about it, and I think you know the people who listen to us are going to hear what we're saying. But it's yeah. just like I think we're not the only ones. I think people are just fucking tired of it. Oh no, they're they tired are. of him. They're tired of hearing about him. They're tired of his horse shit. No, the smoke screen. Is. He's constantly just stirring up bullshit, you know, to make to trigger the media to mm. do what he thinks he's manipulating them into doing. Yeah, which just means more static and noise. The patented trunks tr- trunk trunk <laughs> the Trump smokescreen technique yeah the the miasma of bullshit business one hundred one to him people are sick of it no they are I'm fucking sick of it and I'm I've been sick of it me too I've li- like I I didn't think I could get sick of it this way I got sick of it because like, I, I was am sick just of it sick of hearing about it I was like, fucking anymore. sick of it like was one of the motivations for us even starting the show yeah. was just to try to like cut through that and like just. Not that we're like a news show or anything. We're, not, we're mostly like a comp. We try to be a comedy show, but right. Um, but at the same time, we have we do do a lot of journalistic shit on this show. Nah, not journalist. I mean, we we discuss the work of other journalists. We're not out. We're not investigative journalists out there discovering our own. Nah, but half the journalists out there writing these articles shouldn't be called journalists. Well, they're not either, journalists. So, I mean, they aren't journalists. Investigative journalism is motherfuckers get one article on Vice and think they're a journalist. That's after not a, that. that's not a journalist. Exactly. That's a shit post article. Exactly. Yeah. But that's no the, the difference. Maybe we should make a handy age, guide. Though. We should make a pamphlet. Shit post article. Real journalism article. <laughs> presented by the Dark Side Podcast. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> What's well, up, everyone? Welcome, welcome to, the- to your pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> Be one of those like Hallmark greeting cards. That has one of the little speakers in it. Yeah. You open it. What's, What's up, up, everyone? everyone? And it like blows your fucking eardrums out like you do to me every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I think that's about it for this week. Yeah. Uh, the Joker controversy uh, should be out tonight. Mm-hmm. Go see it. Let me your, know how it is. Keep your eyes open out there. Eyes and know where ears. Your, know where your exits are in the movie theater. Yeah. I'll say that's that. Probably, yeah, that's probably a good yeah. thing to know. Don't just run out the same door that you came in. Make sure there are usually multiple exits. Just know where they are and keep your eyes open. Yeah. I uh, mean, I've said all this, in all honesty, I don't even know if I want to go to the theater and see it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Like, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, right. I, I don't know. Sure. I Maybe. probably won't just because I'm lazy, though. I still haven't seen it, too. So, I mean. It was good. Yeah. I liked it. I've heard good things. Yes, sir. It floats. It Everything floats down here. That's right. Yeah. Georgie. All right. Keep make sure you bit off. make sure you keep up with uh, the video version of our podcast on our YouTube uh, at dark. Uh, it's like 
at Dark Side Podcast, Dark Side Podcast official. Yeah, on uh, YouTube. Just not search. on Pornhub yet, but we're getting there. Yeah, we're um, working on it. Yeah. yeah, partnerships. That's right. In line, and uh, <laughs> you won't last five minutes playing this online game. <laughs> What's up, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, that's about it. This yeah. has been episode forty, the big four over the hill and through the woods. Forty weeks without missing one. That's good. Yep. That's a good record. All right. Episode 40 in the can. Don't forget the three R's of success. If you're on iTunes or Google, Spotify, Spotify, whatever, Stitcher, rate, review, subscribe, subscribe. success, repeat, rent, you repeat. Yeah. Repent. The three R's of success. Ratchet. All right. I'm Matt Clint. Elias. David Vienna. Late. Later.